This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. We bless the Lord this Sunday morning, the 18th of September. We are grateful that the Lord has been gracious to us and gathered us in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And we want to bow our heads and say a word of prayer thanking him for who he is, giving him praise for his mercy, and expressing our gratitude for all that he has done for us and for all that he will do for us. We want to ask him also that, Lord, by your spirit, move in our midst in a special way. Let your power to convict come to play. Let your power to heal be manifested in our midst. Let your power to deliver be displayed in our lives. Let your power that creates bring forth new things in our lives. Refresh us once again. Lift up our voice and let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you all the adoration. Let your spirit manifest in our midst in a special way. You alone are God and we have come to bow our knees before you, declaring you as King, for there is none like you, there is none that compares to you. From beginning to the end, you shall always be God. We ask that, Lord, by your spirit, manifest in our midst in a special way. Let healing come forth. Let, O oh Lord, deliverance manifest. Let salvation be abundant in our midst. We pray that by your power to convict, you will draw our hearts to you. You will cause us to hear you. You will cause us to walk your way. Will you cause us to choose you among many other things? Satan, we bind your demonic presence in our midst. We cancel every work of your agents in our midst. And we command you in the name of Jesus to be out of this place. Children of God have gathered. You have no right to be here. We ask you in the name of Jesus to desist from every disruptive activity, every form of disturbance. We ask you to we silence you in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for your glory that will manifest in our midst. May we always remember this day as a special day. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. By the grace of God, we have a special Sunday morning to hear the word of God. And I believe that it's important for us to pay attention that God by his spirit will speak to us. In Hosea chapter 4, the Bible tells us that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I would also reject thee that thou should be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Now, from this passage, we hear the prophet Hosea 
speaking under the influence of the Holy Spirit, declaring the reason for the distraction of people, for lack of knowledge. Now, in the same way, this morning, as the word of God comes, I want us to understand and accept that our knowledge of life in this world is incomplete. Our knowledge of what exists and what more than we can see is incomplete. And therefore, we must humble ourselves to hear what the word of God has to say. I know sometimes many people have questioned the Bible as the word of God. But I'm also here to tell you that it is only the Bible that tells us what no other books tells us. And that is that there is a whole world out beyond our eyes. And that there is God who would bring to judgment every life and every soul that has walked this earth. Therefore, this God deserves attention. This God deserves our utmost attention in living our lives here. So I believe that through the word of God, if we would accept as the word of God, we will know what we don't know. In other words, we will receive the knowledge we lack so that we are not destroyed. And so as you hear the word of God, I want you to prepare your heart in a special way to receive the knowledge that you don't have so that your life shall be saved. Amen. Now, we hear Jesus tell us something in Matthew chapter 16 concerning, and he said the same thing in also Mark and other places, concerning the soul of man. And he says, for what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus in Matthew chapter 16 verse 25 says, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited? In other words, how much profit do you have if you should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Now, I want you to know something. And I want you to listen carefully. Jesus talks about man and the soul of man. And he's saying that the man has a soul. Now, what is this soul? What is this soul? This soul is that part of the man that continues to exist when the other part of man, which is his flesh, has ceased to exist. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, the Bible tells us the beginning of man as it relates to the creation of man by God. At this point, I want to draw your attention to the fact that 
we did not come out of apes and other animals. God created man specifically for a purpose to do God's will. Now, so in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, we see the Bible says, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostril the breath of life. And man, that which has been formed out of the dust of the ground, became a soul, a living soul. So man that is formed out of the dust of the ground is no longer dust that is fashion. That is fashion and standing there like a statue. But the breath of God made man a living soul. Now, this soul is what Jesus is talking about. That a man cannot afford to lose his soul in exchange, even for the whole world. And many of us will not even have the whole world. And therefore, Jesus is telling us that our soul, which is created by God and belongs to God, must not be lost. Now, what what does Jesus mean by the soul must not be lost? It's very simple. You say, I've lost my iPad. I've lost my keys. I've lost something. When you are separated from that property, it doesn't mean that that property or that thing that you are calling, you are saying is lost, does not exist. It exists somewhere. It exists somewhere. But because it is separated from you and you have no way of having it back, you say it is lost. Likewise is the soul, the living soul that God created. Jesus says, it is not profitable for it to be lost. Lost to who? Lost to its owner. Who is the owner of your soul? It is God. The Bible says in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11, it says, For the life of the flesh. No, let's rather read Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4. It says, Behold, all souls are mine. All souls. He didn't distinguish here between the soul of a sinner and the soul of the righteous. But he says that all souls, all, all, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. And goes on to say that the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Now, So we see the ownership of our souls. God is the owner of our souls, even as we walk here on earth. And Jesus is saying that it is not profitable if after having your pilgrim here on earth, your soul should not be able to go back to God who created it. Your soul should not be able to go back to God 
who owns it, but ends up in a place that is not where God is, which is hell. So this morning, as we hear the word of God, we have an opportunity to respond in a way that will prevent the loss of our souls. How? 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 By choosing to follow the one who knows the way back to God. And that person is Jesus. This morning I'm not preaching for a long time. But I want you to be aware and to be attentive of this simple fact. That you are more than a flesh. You are more than a flesh. The Bible says that you have a soul. You have a soul. And this soul must return to its maker after it has journeyed on this in this life. How does it return to its maker? Or what would make it return to its maker? It can return to its maker when it receives the way that is chosen. Currently, as our soul is, the Bible says that the soul that sinned, it shall die. Because the wages of sin is death. And the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ our Lord Jesus. Now, what we need to know and what we need to understand is a very simple message that I'm sharing with you. You must do whatever it takes not to lose your soul. You must fight the tendencies and the lies of this world not to lose your soul. By choosing, by choosing to respond to what the Bible directs you, which is Jesus as the savior of your soul, as a savior of the world. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Now we see in Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 that the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for your soul. Now what the Bible is telling us through the Spirit of God is that man as he came into this world as God created him did not have sin. But through the disobedience of simple instruction, sin entered into man. And therefore, from that time up to now, man has been born in sin. David said in Psalm 55 or Psalm 51 that in sin did my mother conceive me. 
I was shaping in iniquity. In other words, we all are born sinners. You may go to church, but it doesn't change the fact that you are a sinner. It doesn't change the fact that God, you are separated from God. It doesn't change the fact that you are lost. Because you were born already lost in sin. But God who is rich in mercy has provided for us a solution for our sins by giving for us not a lamb, not the flesh of an animal, but has given to us the sinless Son of God, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, whose death on the cross and shedding of his blood is equivalent to what it is expected of human beings to do in Leviticus 17 verse 11. And that is the blood to make an atonement for the sins of our soul. Therefore, Jesus Christ is the equivalent of the Lamb of the Old Testament. For you to access his atoning power, for you to access his blood that was shed, that only not atones for our, our sins, but actually wipes it away. The atonement means it makes amends. But because it is the blood of animals in the Old Testament, it cannot wipe away our sins. But under the New Testament or under the New Covenant, the new agreement with God through Jesus Christ, his blood that was shed is able to wipe away our sins permanently. The condition for you to receive that wiping away of your sins and of my sins is to believe Jesus Christ as the Son of God. Is to receive him as the Lord of your life. Is to believe that he died on the cross and he rose again on the third day, seated at the right hand of God. That is as simple as that. It doesn't need any special washing with water it doesn't need any special preparation of drinks or anything. It just needs you to decide in your heart that you would accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is all it takes. Because the Bible says to us in John chapter 14 verse 6 when Jesus said, I am the way I am the truth. No one comes to the Father but by me. Remember, remember how I define the loss of something. There's, your soul belongs to God. As he said, all souls are mine. Your soul must go back to God when your flesh dies. Jesus is saying that I am the way. I am the truth. No one comes to the Father but by me. Therefore, 
All you have now to do as I speak is to make a decision with the help of the Holy Spirit to accept Jesus for who he is. He's the son of God who came on earth to die for our sins. The Bible says that he came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. This morning, as I bring my service to an end, or my message to an end, I want you to hear and hear well. Don't play with it. At the beginning, I told you that the only reason why you'll be destroyed, the only reason why your soul will be lost, is because you lack knowledge. This knowledge is what I brought to you this morning. That there is a way to protect your soul from being lost. That way is to accept Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. To believe in him as the Son of God who came to die for you. And by his instructions and guidance, you will live this life perfectly without the God of this world who is Satan having any touch of your soul. He can touch your body, but he can never touch your soul. Because your soul will belong to God. Your soul, which belongs to God, would have a shepherd over you, who is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Therefore, I want us to pray. And as we pray, I want to guide you to pray this prayer. Ask the Lord to help you. In Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, the Lord says he will do something. So this is what we want to ask him. He says in 24, he says, For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and I will bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean. So I want us to pray, Lord, sprinkle the clean water of your word over my life, over my mind, that I may be washed from all my filthiness, from all things that I've, I've idolized. Cleanse, cleanse me. He says, a new heart also will I give to you. And a new spirit I will put within you. I wanted to ask the Lord, Lord, give me a new heart. Give me a new spirit. And he says, I will take away your stony heart out of your flesh. Lord, I surrender to you my stony heart. My heart that is hardened. My heart that is darkened. My heart that resists you. For no reason. And I ask you to give me a heart that is tender towards you. Give me a tender heart that will receive your word, that will obey you and follow your guidance. It says, and I will put my spirit within you. Lord, give me your spirit and cause me to walk in your statutes. 
Help me by your spirit to keep your judgments and to do them. That I shall live and dwell in this land and you will be my God. Save me, Lord, from all my uncleanness. Give me corn. Increase my life. Let no evil before me. Cause my life to multiply. Cause my life to increase. And bless me according to your word. I thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. So, well, this is a very simple message that I want to bring you this Sunday morning. I intentionally kept it short because I believe there's somebody here who needed to hear this message. And God prepared you, brought you to hear what you need to hear at the right time. You have heard it and have made a decision to receive Jesus. You may admire Jesus, but you have to receive him as the son of God. You have to receive him as the Messiah. For him to direct your life and your soul shall be preserved. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.